welcome back to another episode of P.S. We Have Orders, the military podcast where two Irish girls split an Irish slammer and go back to our roots, sort of. My name is Shannon. Hi, and I'm Harry. How are you, Shannon? Good, good. You know, we're, uh, we are recording our St. Patty's episode, aka our mid-March episode. Yes, and as somebody that uh, used to have a very Irish last name, uh, I am here to celebrate. Although, uh, Shannon and I just were going over my ancestry DNA results, and even though I have a specifically Irish last name, apparently I'm Scottish, but it's fine. I'm still going to claim it because my dad is a proud Irish man. (laughs) I mean, I feel like the minute anyone does those, you're just like, well, there goes all of my identity I once had. Oh, yeah, like, he didn't believe it. I showed him, and he was just like, well, that's not what I've heard. I'm like, okay, well, this is what my blood said, but that's fine. It's good, though. He's like, maybe your brother should get tested. I'm like, do you think it's going to be different? Yeah, definitely. And if so, that's going to be an interesting Christmas 2022. (laughs) The year that no one spoke. Yeah, I've actually been meaning to do that, because I want to kind of see what my mom's side because supposedly my dad is full puerto rican so mm-hmm. even though like i don't look that puerto rican nor do i like I you have, like puerto rican lips yeah for sure you have very nice puerto rican full lips and then other than that you are blue eyes and very white <laughs> yeah i mean you know we'll so. see what happens we'll see we'll see what the dna say and see if it lies perry any um any fun housekeeping Yeah, I mean, I guess kind of fun. Um, For those of you that listened to our first episodes of season three, we covered um, oils, specifically Young Living. And in the last few weeks, there's been some like weird stuff coming out. The first being a like found or leaked video of Mary Young. Um, That was the wife of Gary Young, who is now Now running. running. Yeah. Young Living since his death. She's at like a conference complaining about masks and then talking about how Young Living is running on a deficit. They are losing money and how they're going to be cutting a lot of the benefits to the uh, representatives, distributors, whatever you want to call them. So uh, I guess that's almost like a, a good sign that, you know, maybe people are buying less and less into this and they're spreading the word of, you know, exactly what's going on under, you know, behind closed doors. Or bad financial decisions have been made in the back that will yeah. eventually come out probably in years to come. That maybe yes. money is being put in places it shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Who knows? And then on top of that, her book called My Word Made Flesh, which is, I believe, a biblical reference. That sounds Was it actually biblical. by Mary Young? I thought it was someone else who, who, who did that. Because I want to say she was a part of it. I don't know if she directly wrote it. I think it was the... Bob, I think his name was, who wrote it. So my word, my flesh, it was by a man named Robert Tennyson Stevens. Okay, so the guy who goes by Bob. Yeah, Bob. And then there's a foreword by Mary Young. Okay, there we go. And That's the foreword is very creepy. And a lot of Young Living representatives and distributors are super religious and they are having a very hard time with this book and they're like calling it like demonic and satanic and people are getting out because they're not like aligning with this book. Uh, So I think that's really interesting is I almost kind of feel like they're going off a deep end over here, you know? So I guess the, um, the oil laced Kool-Aid is finally tasting a little bit too bitter. 
that's my uh, housekeeping, as I just want to talk about a little update there for you guys. But yeah, if anyone wants, uh, there's some really good uh, videos out there about this. Um, Savannah Marie on YouTube, she's a really big anti-MLMer who talks openly about all this stuff. We will put some links below as well. You can check out her videos because she actually was, one of the ones we're going to list is going to be the interview that she actually, like, she watches between Mm -hmm. uh, the author of this book and some people that were interviewing him. And it's really interesting because she also talks about how a big, like, one of the big, big time distributors got out because of this book, like what Perry was saying. So, Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's almost like two, like an hour and a half, two hour video on YouTube. So it is a little bit of a long video, but it's kind of good to kind of like have it set and go. And as you're like kind of listening while like doing dishes or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to have to listen to it all. It's wild. Um, any other housekeeping you have, Shannon? For me, there's not really too, too much. I'm just kind of grinding up the masters. We're in a first real, real class. I finished my intro class a couple weeks ago. So I'm like kind of halfway through my first real class and. There's definitely a lot more reading material. I'll have to say I'm pretty happy that as of right now, at least with this class, I, don't, I haven't had to buy a book, which is really nice considering that That's I hate. Nice. I have learned through years of education that one of my biggest pet peeves is that schools have you buy or rent a digital copy of a textbook, which you will never read again. Yeah. But it's renting it. So you're paying basically like $80 for six months to have access mm-hmm. to this book, which I already barely read to begin with. I only read what I had to for the actual class. Yeah. And I'm like, I I just hate, like, why can't you just give me the chapter I need to read instead of having me have to pay for something that I will never use again? I, I would get it if it's, like, a topic that I really care about and I have a physical copy. That'd be something really cool. But, like, some stuff right. I'm just like, I don't care enough. There's to- some textbooks I have that I reference back to from time yeah. to time. So, like, I'm glad I have those. Yeah. And then there's some that I don't. But I also, like, don't want to get rid of them out of spite. Yeah, see, like, but you also probably spend... Exactly, like, I I just think, like, education itself is extremely expensive, like, going back to school is extremely expensive, like, my master's is not bad price because of the way that they do their financing through the school, Mm -hmm. especially if you're military, but I think that what gets me is just, like, the frustration of, like, you already pay so much for school, and then you gotta pay for books, I'm just like, why? Yeah. (laughs) I guess that's just my, my... going back to school rant over here that I've been just grinding at degrees for a while now and it's just like can I just not can I just get the reading material that I'm gonna like hate hatefully read anyway for free yeah instead of paying to download a book that I'll never read again but yeah I guess uh housekeeping for me is just pretty much me doing school things um hopefully in the up and coming months we'll find out what's our next uh next duty station which we'll keep you guys I'll keep you guys posted once we know um and kind of I will I will probably recap my pains and woes of PCSing so everyone look forward to yes. hearing me complain. <laughs> yeah, I think season three is probably gonna be a lot of uh real time PCSing advice. I, was, uh, I, I mean that's probably gonna be more or less season four. Season three is just gonna be my oh, my yeah. anxious Sorry. behavior of oh my god, I gotta start packing. Oh my god, I gotta organize it. Which actually, mm-hmm. by the way, housekeeping, real sad stuff right here. Okay. I saw on one of our local pages here that someone PCS'd in off of the rotator, and apparently when they opened the gate from the rotator to, like, start getting, like, pets out and, like, luggage and stuff, a cat got out of their carrier and bolted. Basically, the minute the gate, like, the the, oh, the door opened, the, door the cat opened. bolted out. 
I haven't seen any updates that the cat was found. Um, I will not lie, though. That is my biggest fear. Zip tie everything and put in the new bolts. Don't use the plastic ones. Secure that animal. But, like, that's my biggest fear because, like, I don't, I I worry for the noise and the transitional for Maka, but I'm more worried about Winter, who's an escape artist, Mm -hmm. who's very smart. And if she wants something, she's just going to get it. Yeah. So I like she's see things as easy if it's like a soft zipper, yeah. like a paper clip or something, yep. just so that they can't get that zipper separated. Yeah. I mean, it's like literally the tiniest thing, but that can save you so much in the long yeah. run. It's always better to have extra security. I mean, sure. I, I always had to do that because Tina was an escape artist too. So I, I don't know. All I know is it's been several weeks and I haven't seen any updates. Oh. I don't know. I just hope that cat can be safely returned. I don't know. That I guess is my sad housekeeping. That I'm just like, yeah, sorry, I told you it was going to be sad. So, in spirit of St. Patty's Day, or even mid-March, I figure this would be a very good NMR for Perry. So, Perry, Uh this week's NMR, favorite form of potato, go. Let me tell you what, there is no (laughs) bad form of potato. There is, it is versatile. It is hearty. You could live off of potatoes. They have a bunch of nutrients in them. You can bake them. You can mash them. You can fry them. Mm. But I think I'd have to say a mashed potato is the best form of potato. But I also appreciate a really good gnocchi. Oh. Because you can make a little cream sauce, add a little sausage. Mm. But but I'm going to go with mashed potato. It is the staple for any meal I have, you know, like a Thanksgiving or a Christmas meal, I mostly load up on the mashed potatoes and like have a little bit of turkey or ham to the side. So I'm going to go with that. What about you? I will actually have to say mashed potato or probably, um, or in the fried, like the fried aspect, I love a good tater tot. I get super excited for tater tots or curly fries. Yes. Whenever that's an option, I will pay the extra $2 for curly fries. Oh, Absolutely. Um, okay, uh, what about uh, your shareables this week, Shannon? What do you got for us today? So, my shareable is another podcast, which probably okay. does not need any help promoting at all, but I figure I would okay. share it. It mm-hmm. is called Distractable. It is hosted okay. by three other YouTubers. Um, it is you pro- anyone who probably sits on the YouTube sphere and follows any form of gaming stuff would probably know Markiplier. And I even know that man, and I'm not a gamer, nor do I watch a lot of YouTube, so he's pretty big. Yeah, pretty he's, big. He's, he's a little bit of a, he's a little small deal. Him and his buddies from college, which he still does streams and games and all that stuff with, host a podcast where every single week on Mondays they drop new episodes, and it's just funny. It's just really, really funny. It's a good comedy. Um, I do warn you, this is probably not a kid-friendly thing to listen mm. to, because it's very I don't want to say South Park style humor, but potty mouth humor. So like, there's cussing. There's you know, it's a bunch of grown men talking about dumb stuff. Yeah, a lot of their topics are literally like they pick a topic, or I should say, one of them hosts out of the uh, one of them will host, and then two of them have to come up with the stories based on the prompt that the host gives, and from there they reward points. And whoever oh gosh, wins, so it's like an improv or something. Yes. like that. some of them. Oh, okay. It seems like sometimes they know ahead of times, and other times they're like, "So I changed it last second. This is the theme," and they're just like, "Oh god, <laughs> <laughs> that's really fun." What about you, Perry? Um, I also have a podcast this week. 
This is a podcast that my husband started listening to. It is like cybersecurity related, which is what he works in. Uh, it's called Darknet Diaries. It is exactly what it sounds like. Oh. It is a co. I mean, it's the main host, and he has on different either specialists or hackers or whatever, and they talk about a thing mostly pertaining to the darknet. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's not like exclusively darknet. For example, they had a social engineer that won Black Hat's social engineering contest one year, which if you don't know what that is, it's like, how do you hack in a system? But in order to do that, there's like that that social part of it where you need to call up and say like, hey, I'm Jake from State Farm. What's your insurance premium number? And then like through that, you can like backdoor your way into systems and stuff. Oh my God, this is, that's like nightmare fuel for the right people. Oh my gosh, one was like, this guy had a OG Instagram handle name called it was like birds or something like that and somebody threatened to kill his family to get his Instagram name and was like sending like pizza deliveries to his family's house like 10 states over to be like I know where where you live live and I will find you yeah uh there's a whole thing about like cracking passwords there's one about kitty porn like it is insane and like I said Will started listening to it we were on a car ride somewhere, and he hates all the podcasts I listen to. But he's so okay we with put this. it on, and I was hooked immediately. Hooked, and I listened to it just by myself. Now there was a literal spy that came on and talked about how he does his spying, like a Russian spy. No, I think he's Ukrainian. But anyway, it spy, it's yeah. insane. So. 100% Dark Knight Diaries. He's kind of inconsistent. I think he really only releases one like once every two weeks or something, but there's a pretty decent back catalog to get wow. through. So that would be my so recommendation. Yeah, um, it's yeah, yours is crazy. Um, mine's a different type of crazy. It just makes you laugh really hard because it's a bunch of guys yeah. saying stupid stuff. It's fantastic. So I guess um, we will shift gears. The topic this week, in spirit of the time frame we're dropping this, is all about Ireland! Woo. So, both of us have yes. been there. What was, like, when did you yes. go? Like, what time frame and, like, maybe the reasoning-ish? So the reasoning is I thought I was Irish and I wanted to go back to the motherland. <laughs> True story. <laughs> I wasn't, but whatever. And I actually got tickets to go for Will's birthday. So that's in uh, mid-May. And he had just gotten in either, like, a gaming console or a part to his Mini Cooper or something like that. And he was, like, kind of irritated that I made him leave the country. So, uh, in all the photos I have of him there, he's frowning. (laughs) His rebellion. (laughs) But it was awesome. So, yeah, we went in May. So, it was, like, a little chilly, but, like, perfect walking around outside weather. So, I went to Ireland for a field study with the school I was going through at the time. And we were able to basically spend a week in Ireland and we started in Dublin, but we like spent a day or two in Dublin and then we worked our way up all the way up north and then circled back and spent the last like one or two nights in Dublin. The time frame I went was like actually the end of February, beginning of March. So actually this time frame, we went mm-hmm. right before St. Yeah. Paddy's Day. We actually flew out, I think, a few days before St. Paddy's Day. Okay. Gotcha. We were there right before the craziness really unfolded, and I think it was a good time, because you could definitely tell the roads were starting mm-hmm. to get crowded. 
Right. It was like business was ramping up and all yeah. that. Yeah. So like the tourism yeah. just spiked basically like a few days prior. Mm-hmm. But that's something we'll talk about a little bit more. Yeah. Since we both went, you were there for a long week and I was there for like about a week. Mm-hmm. What would you have to say you loved about Ireland? About Ireland or about Dublin? I would say both. Anything. Both? Okay. Ireland. <laughs> all right. Um, included. Yeah. So I would say Dublin specifically. I really loved the Trinity College Library. I mean, it's one of those things, like, if you Google, like, beautiful libraries, that's what comes up. Yep. It definitely was a little, like, tainted just because there were so many people there, but it was still absolutely gorgeous. Um, and then also at Trinity College, there was this huge tree in the courtyard. Did you take the tour through Trinity College? Yeah. <laughs> Did yeah. you hear the story about why the tree is so big? It's been several years, so probably don't remember it. <laughs> okay. I, I, in the spirit of being in Ireland, I'm pretty sure I was intoxicated quite a bit of it. Gotcha. If not, I was okay. sleepy. Okay. So the story that they have is there was some reason a bunch of people died, and they think that their bodies were buried in the courtyard, and that was essentially used as fertilizer for this tree. Yeah, I don't remember that. Okay. Nope, don't I remember stuck that out to me. Nope. I was like, that's amazing. Um, so there was this huge I feel like tree. I would have been like, wait, what? And um, the tour guide, though, we got up there and I was like super hyped. I was like, okay, I'm going to have like this beautiful Irish man like show me around with this beautiful accent. No, it was some girl named Rebecca from New Jersey that was there for school. That was like her like student teacher or her student work or whatever. She's like, hi, yeah. I'm Rebecca. I'm like, Rebecca? Go away! <laughs> I don't Give want me my you. beautiful Irish man. This is not what I signed up for. You think I want an American to show me an Irish college? Absolutely not, Rebecca. So, Rebecca from New Jersey, I hope you're well, but please stop giving tours. It's very disappointing. Ugh. Also in Dublin? You'll be okay? Okay, I just love your, your anger. Okay. I, I don't I think our tour guide was a student of the school. That's all I do remember it was a dude, but that's all I was remember. Was it an Irish dude or a dude from New Jersey? I don't think from Jersey because I think I would have remembered that too. Yeah. But I honestly don't really remember I remember the tour and I remember the library and I remember being extremely overwhelmed in the library by the amount of people because I get I don't know. Yeah. Certain things were really good. I can't. And it was also, oh, yeah, when I went, it was downpouring. It was really, really gross and downpouring. And I remember just like, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's icky. Yeah. Okay, the other thing in Dublin I really liked was the National Botanical Gardens. Sounds beautiful. Not even anything specific about it. I just really like them. I've been to a lot of botanical gardens, and this one really held up. So. I like that. Yeah. So, what about you? What did you like there? Dublin itself is not a very, and no one take this the wrong way if we have any listeners from Ireland, especially if you're from Dublin. Um, I would not say Dublin is seen as a shiny, clean, perfect, pretty city. Mm-hmm. It's, to me, gives me very grunge punk vibes, if that makes sense. Okay, yeah. And I say this all with like love and like, you know, love and peace situation here, but I I do like it though. I think it's... I feel like there's some cities that are just, like, super, like, they're known to be these, like, beautiful, romantic, and I feel like 
Dublin's just like, it is what it is. You, you're going to go to the pub and you're going to have a pint. And you're probably going to talk to a local or two. And uh-huh. it's going to be a good time. It's not meant to be like hoity-toity fancy. Kind of. I don't want to say the opposite of Paris, but not like Paris in that aspect. It's a lot more comfy feeling, if that makes sense. Yeah. Not as uptight, I should say. That's yeah, not funny. uptight, for sure. I did see a no. man peeing in the streets, but he was aggressively shouting apologies at us the entire time he was doing it. <laughs> <laughs> see like that to me is i love how it's unapologetically them yeah. i love that I, yeah. I think it's just one of those things it is what it is it's very i would not put on the level of like new york city uh-uh. gross <laughs> but i would say it's just it is what it is it's dublin don't go there expecting proceeding clean just enjoy yourself it's comfy yeah um i did i from what i remember is that the pricing was really good there i don't remember thinking oh my god this is gonna break the bank my god i have yeah. to count my pennies by the end of the trip I did find the closer you got to Temple Bar, which is like known as like a yeah. big bar. It's a strip of it's a whole strip of uh, bars that are kind of off the main road, but Temple Bar is a big one. I found the minute you kind of got away from that main road, everything was a lot cheaper. Yeah, yeah, less touristy for sure. Because like I said, we were there for a few days before we traveled north. Mm-hmm. We had to walk everywhere, so that means we had to walk from one end of the city to the other if we had to meet the professor somewhere. And me and this other girl, we met up actually as we flew and we became buddies. Mm-hmm. which if i remember correctly actually really fun story speaking of actually my travels to ireland i totally okay. forgot about this i ended up sitting with one of the other girls who was on the field study because a lot of us like were we all were flying in from the same area so a few people from germany were going to ireland for the same field study so we ended up sitting together on the plane and our um what are they called flight attendants mm-hmm. she was like oh are you guys going to ireland yeah we're like we're going to ireland for the first time we're going for school we're there to learn and have fun mm-hmm. and she's like oh you guys want a beer for the flight and we're like yeah yeah we'll take a beer because it's different on planes in, in europe you can yeah. get a beer and it's not going to cost you ten dollars yeah. and she at one point flat out told us her mission was to have us get to ireland already tipsy oh thank you <laughs> so me and this girl split i think three or four beers mm-hmm. and we did the whole german thing where we split it with like I think sprites or cokes, because uh-huh. okay. like neither one of us are beer drinkers, but we're like, ah, oh, we're gonna live it and have fun. Yeah. So, but she kind of became like my friend that we kind of like puttered around the city a lot. And one of the things we did was when we were walking, I actually think to Trinity, the Trinity College, was we stopped and we found this extremely cute little cafe. Nice. That was like I don't know. Re- I remember it being really small. It might have just been like the way the room was shaped. Mm-hmm. But there's a whole wall covered in tea. <gasps> Little oh, little jars that. of tea. Yeah. And she's like, oh, what type of tea do you want? I just looked at her, I'm like, I don't know. And she, I think she could see in my face, I was so overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, do you like sweet? Do you like spicy? Do you, like, she, I felt like I went somewhere to get, like, a fitted jacket, but for tea. Yeah. <laughs> like, exactly like, what you want. Customized for exactly. you. Oh, it was so nice. And, like, I loved it. And I felt like everyone was just super friendly, super nice. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing we did, which I loved... We went to the Jameson factory on our very, very last day in Dublin. I went with a few of my other classmates. We were the last group to fly out. And we all went and did a tour at like 10 or 11 o'clock in the morning. Don't they give and you uh, whiskey throughout that tour? Yes. Okay, just yes. checking. Just checking. I mean, I wasn't driving. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I wasn't driving. So we did the tour. We had a lot of fun. Um, I will also say uh, Jameson gave me my love for whiskey now, and that's probably one of the only whiskeys I prefer to drink now. Okay. So, but yeah, overall, like, I had a lot of fun with locals. 
one of my favorite tattoos I have is actually from Dublin itself. I got it on the second to last day there. Mm-hmm. And with the same girl I kind of puttered around with, we said we, we were on a mission to get a tattoo by the end of the trip. Okay. Overall, like, I had a really wonderful time and I would gladly go back. I've actually been wanting, fingers crossed, we head back to that neck of the woods and we can go back to Ireland for at least a week or two because... Dublin alone, you can spend a week. And then yeah. everywhere else, you can spend weeks everywhere else, too. Mm-hmm. So, Perry. Yes. Were there some places you went outside of Dublin? Yes. And you went? So, yeah. So, we went down. The goal was to end up in Doolin to go see the Cliffs of Moher. But on our way, we just started driving west. And on the way, Will was like, hey, just put in... You know, things to see along the route and things to see, like castles and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, cool. Sounds great. So we made a few detours. One of the coolest detours that we saw was um, the Burr's Castle. And Ooh. there's actually, it's a up and running castle that a duke currently lives in. And it has this mm-hmm. super old telescope. It's called uh, Lord Ross's Burr Leviathan Telescope. And it's like that out in this cool. big courtyard. And the courtyard is built like like the galaxy. Like there's like shrubs and like plants and stuff that oh. like represent the different like stone, like the different planets. And then there's like stones that re- represent the stars. So, like as you're going through, there's like a trail through the courtyard and you're like traveling the galaxy and stuff. And then there's this huge, huge telescope. I mean, it's like two, three stories tall, probably. Like it's gigantic. You can't like look through it, but you just look at it. That was like a really fun. We didn't know it existed. We literally just like turned off the side of the road and we're like, oh, there we are. So that was really cool. Um, of course, the Cliffs of Moher were awesome. We went, we had a little pro tip from one of the locals that you don't have to pay for parking if it's like after seven. So nice. we came, we parked after seven, we watched the sunset on the Cliffs of Moher. Wow. Yeah, it was just like a really good experience. We stayed in Doolin at a really great bed and breakfast with like a bunch of other people. So it had like a super community vibe. There's some Canadians there, some French like a hostel? guys there. Yeah. It was a bed and breakfast. Okay. Yeah. So, like, one lady ran it and everything with a kitchen. And for, like, an additional price, you make your breakfast in the mornings and stuff. Oh. Super. Did you get breakfast? Uh, I think we did. Yes, we did. And it was, like, over the water, too. It was really pretty. And I also liked Galway. For me, the Galway was more, like... Almost like a like a gentrified Dublin. Like it was kinda of like the hipsters okay. kind of settled in Galway, I felt. I'm okay with that. Yeah. And we were supposed to stay at one Airbnb, but like one of the like the host's dad died or something. And so they cancelled our reservation. So I'm like on my I'm hours away and I just book whatever I can find that's cheap. And it ended up being this single mom's house where she rented out one of the three bedrooms. And they had two cats. (laughs) And so it was really cool, but it was like in an apartment complex. So you got to see like how they live and everything over there. And like you kind of like went through like a courtyard into the center, took an elevator up, which took you on top of a rooftop courtyard. And then they all had their doors up there. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, I never see anything built like that. So she was super nice. Like, I remember I stayed up and, like, drank tea with her. And we just talked about her life and, like, where all she's been. She, like, traveled extensively in South Africa and things. Like, she was super cool. Um, Locals, man. They were so nice. So nice. And she told me to check out the Dobros, which is a pizza place. 
Best pizza I've ever had. Like, I've had pizza in Italy. No, the Dobros in Galway was the best pizza I have ever had in my life. That's so, amazing. Yeah, so that was it for me. Actually, uh, uh, this makes me think of, this is not outside of Dublin, this is actually still in Dublin. Uh-huh. When we first got there, we had some time to kill before everyone in the class had to meet up. Mm-hmm. And we were staying at a hostel that actually shared the wall, shared a wall with the Jameson Distillery. Mm-hmm. So basically when the hostel's Wi-Fi didn't work, I would hop on the Jameson Jameson's Wi-Fi. That's how close we were. Okay. And when we first got there, we had like this like, um, we had a pub down like, not down the road, but on the other side of the court, court uh, courtyard. Mm-hmm. And we went there because we had some time to kill and we went in there. The place was packed mm-hmm. because it was like late afternoon or whatever. So it was packed. And it was funny because we're all standing there like in Germany, if if tables are full you ask hey man are these ta- are these seats taken just sit at the other side of the table mm-hmm. oh yeah absolutely yeah and so we kind of went with that mentality because we saw these two dudes sitting at like this big table and one of the girls that was with us there was three of us she was older she she lived in germany as well with us mm-hmm. not with us but you know what i mean and she's like all right guys i'm gonna see if those seats are available and we'll just sit with them and it means we don't talk to them we could just see if we can sit with them mm-hmm. she goes straight up and goes hey guys and like hey, hey what's up and she's like hey uh are these seats taken I'm like no 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 man you can come sit and they're like, she's, she's like we won't bother you she's like no no no, come sit with us mm-hmm. i still follow him and his friend on instagram oh my gosh, I love it. <laughs> and it's been years yeah and like i think one or both of them were history teachers like one of them was a history teacher another one's like an, like an athlete or something oh, that's awesome and they were like the nicest guys in the world we literally just sat there and just talked about everything and anything for like two hours mm-hmm. and it was nice because there wasn't any like expectations that like any of us were gonna go home with anybody you know what i mean right exactly i love that that's why i love traveling with like other military spouses because you can go you can have the best time and you don't gotta worry about any of that nothing. that is so yep. like off the table you got people looking out for you you know nothing bad's gonna happen oh it love was that and it was funny because, like, they even hit us up. They were like, hey, when are you guys coming back to Dublin, we'll have to get a pint before you guys leave again. Like, they mm-hmm. were super friendly with all of yeah. us. Oh, that's awesome. And, like, I forgot about adding that in the other section. But, yeah, no, we're okay. here now. Uh, okay, what but, about outside of Dublin? Anything you liked uh, out, out there? Okay, so for us, we spent, like, a couple days in Dublin, and then we swung up, then we drove up north. Mm-hmm. And one of the areas that we stopped in was uh, Derry slash London Derry. There's a reason mm-hmm. why I say that, because depending on who you talk to is depending on what it's named. Okay. Got so it, it's got a got it. hit. Yeah. So it's a city that has lots of rich hit- history in riots and fights and wars. <laughs> As one does. Yeah, yeah. You know, normal. And we did a city tour where someone talked to us. Like it was a walking tour. So we were going through the city and he was pointing out different things. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I found really interesting is on some of the buildings, there was like no windows, but they would paint a moral. Like they'd paint something revolving. Oh. To represent what happened at that time. That's cool. And the city, yeah, I would highly encourage anyone who's a history person or anyone who's even interested, look up the history of Derry slash London Derry on YouTube. You can watch some really good videos that explain it a lot better than I ever can because I am no history major. And I was actually interested. And I'm normally kind of block that stuff out. Mm-hmm. An extremely, 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 very, very short, dumbed down version is basically two religions fighting for the city. Yeah. And it was the Protestants and the Catholics. And it's really interesting because you can actually, depending on where you are in the city, you can actually get high enough up where the where the, um, where the the walls are. Mm-hmm. You can actually still see some of the roads are still painted to represent what side of what is where. Oh, that's cool. 
Yeah, because some of the sidewalks were painted with a certain color representing, like, Catholics or the Protestants. Yeah. But that also showed that, depending on who you were, you weren't welcome in the neighborhood. Right. Oh, wow. Hence why there was a lot of fights, there was a lot of riots, there was a lot of of violence. And there's actually, I don't remember if it was that city, I think it might have been a different city. Um, There's actually still gates put in place for when they had curfew. Oh, wow. To stop the rioting at night. Yeah, I don't know, but... If you ever look into the history of Northern Ireland, there's a lot of turmoil for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And that was one of those things is that if you look into a lot of the history, you'll find out there's a, there's still a lot of, um, a lot of little bit of anger still left in some places. And that's why it was nice that our tour guide was very candid about that stuff. He was like, mm-hmm. it is what it is. I, you know, I'm going to tell you everything what it is. So if you, if you're, if you're queasy or if you're someone that gets them easy by this. You might need to close your ears or turn away for a second. Yeah. But he went into it all. I just remember the tour guy being really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're into history, I highly recommend to check out the tours up there. Another thing we did, which because we were up in Northern Ireland for a while, was the Giant's Causeway. Mm-hmm. I will say it was absolutely beautiful. It was breathtaking. And it was crazy because if you look at pictures of the Giant's Causeway, which I'll post a picture, is that like, I, I don't know. I remember asking my professor, like, was this man-made or was this, na- like, did nature make this? And she she couldn't give me a straight answer. Okay. Because if you look at the shaping of the stones, it doesn't look natural, obviously. It right, looks no. like, um... It's still hexagons, looks, right? Yes. Yeah. And I just remember thinking, like, this is just so trippy because it just looks so cool. And, like, when we were in Ireland, it was very, like, there was only one or two days it was actually sunny. majority of it was kind of wet and icky-ish. Yeah. But it was, I don't know, it kind of just added to it. And another thing that we did, which was a lot of fun, was, was something that we drove by and saw. So any any of our Game of Thrones fans was I saw the um, the dark hedges, which is from a few iconic scenes of Game of Thrones. At the time, I wasn't a huge Game of Thrones fan because I was just getting into it, so I didn't understand the significance of why we stopped. Mm-hmm. I remember looking at like the bus driver slash tour guy going like. Cool. What is the significance of stopping here for 15 minutes? <laughs> Can I get back on the bus? I want to take a nap. I'm tired. <laughs> um, one of the other things that we did, which was so much fun, was we stopped on our way actually back into Dublin, was stopping at, the, at Ireland's oldest pub, known as Sean's, Sean's Pub. Or I think it's Sean's, Sean's, Sean's Bar. So, Sean's Bar. Yeah, so it's known as Sean's Bar. By the way, the proper way of spelling Sean is S-E-A-N. That's the Irish way of spelling it. And it is over a thousand years old, still standing. That's awesome. And we stopped there into this into that town to have lunch. And it was kind of funny because our professor was like, by the way, this this pub is open. It is known as one of the oldest historical sites, da da da. And she's like, you know, kind of like, let us go do our thing for lunch. Mm-hmm. And I chose to go get food. Yeah. And then went there and had a shot. So I can say I had a drink there. That's awesome. So you you reminded me of when you were talking about the Dark Hedges in Game of Thrones. I totally forgot about this. But the okay. day, I think before or the day of that we went on top of the Cliffs of Moher, when we were in Doolin, we got a boat tour that actually went mm. in front of the Cliffs of Moher. Nice. Which was super cool. There was a lot of puffins. A whole lot of buffins. I loved the puffins. But then there was also a lot of sea lions. And I actually have, like, a photo, like, different photos of, like, look at these cute little puffins. There was two puffins. And then there was two puffins and a sea lion's head. And then there was one puffin and a sea lion's head. Oh, I was going to (laughs) ask. Oh, no. Uh, 
But that also reminded me in Harry Potter and the Seven Deathly Hallows, I'm pretty sure. Seven Deathly, yes. Yeah. Yeah, the last one, there's a shot where Harry Potter and Dumbledore go into a cave in the side of like a cliff Mm -hmm. and that's where Dumbledore has to like drink this poison. Yeah. Anyways, that's shot at the Cliffs of Moor. So we were able to drive by and the the boat captain or whatnot it was like oh hey over here they shot this so that was a kind of a cool one too as a harry potter fan oh i do love that i stuff. like seeing that but i really it's love that. so beautiful there i i totally understand why people shoot things there because it's really pretty i can definitely understand like why a lot of stuff is shot in ireland and scotland it's very very beautiful yeah. that's like even in scotland because i went to scotland for a week as well and that was just like i fell mm-hmm. in love with the city i won't lie i felt really bad because i went to ireland like six months later and I'm like i don't want to say it but I absolutely love Scotland over Ireland, and I'm probably going to be berated for that later. But it is what it is. I don't know. I think I fell in love with the city because Dublin is just so it's such a different yeah, vibe than be. a lot of other cities I've been to. And I had a lot of fun. I absolutely loved it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess speaking of things we love, obviously there's things we didn't love. So what about you, Perry? I mean, there wasn't a lot I didn't love. I would say that I had a hard time. I have little legs, and people in Dublin walked so fast. I could not keep up, and they'd be, like, irritated about how slow I was walking, and, like, I felt that all the time. (laughs) And then just Will had to learn how to drive on the opposite side of the road. That's rough, buddy. So that was kind of, like, a learning curve, so there was a lot of uh, yelling about which way we turn, (laughs) and if it's a right on red on right, or what, I don't know. So that was kind of a struggle puddle. But honestly, like, that was really it. Like, I don't yeah. have a lot of bad things to say about Dublin in general. Yeah. It was really, it was a really good one. Or just in Ireland in general. Um, what about you? Um, Probably for me, because, like, it was kind of funny, because, like, like I said earlier, closer we got to St. Paddy's Day, the crowd started coming, and especially, like, the tourist hotspots, like, te- like bar, um, Temple Bar, that area, you can mm-hmm. definitely tell was starting to get really clogged. And it was funny, because even some people that were local even said, like, they started avoiding a lot of those places about a week week up till. Yeah, I'm sure it's annoying for them. Yeah. The locals, yeah. I actually talked to someone after we were done with the Jameson Distillery. We were down in, like, the shop area, and I was talking to uh, someone who's working down there that's a local, and she even said she's like, she's like, it gets really bad here. Like, she's like, basically, you guys are leaving at the perfect time because she's like, basically, all the tourists are flying in between, like, yesterday through, like, the next couple of days, mm-hmm. and it's just gonna be, the city just gets really bad, like, the week oh, of yeah. yeah, they were saying that, and she was Usher really security crazy. is like super high. Yes, what she and said. Yeah, work is congested. Yeah. yeah, and she's like, it's just, it's a, it's almost a completely different city, and like that's where I have to say the timing that we went was perfect because we left right before the crowds probably Not were coming started. in as we were leaving, so we were able to get in. Like when we went to the Jameson Distillery, we planned it like that morning of, if not like that night before. Mm-hmm. so like and we're like oh we're, there's like what six was cool let's uh just try to book uh you know the closest one so it isn't like at nine o'clock in the morning so like we yeah. booked like a 10 10 30 and we had no problem and their tour group wasn't even swamped either yeah. so nice i definitely word to the wise don't go on st patty's day probably go a week or two before or if not a couple weeks after just to kind of avoid yeah. that or any other time of year yeah um yeah. I'd probably say, like, that was probably one of the things I had was the crowds when we got closer was a little rough. Um, I did get into one weird, I wouldn't say technically a fight because there was no fisticuffs or anything, but this guy, mm-hmm. this one local tried to get, like, a little, little, little uh, testy with a few of the Americans that were in one bar. 
And it was funny because he tried to try to come at me saying is like, oh, you know, people can't they can't pronounce you, you dumb Americans can't pronounce things right. And basically going after our accents. Yeah, I already know I have a wonky American accent right. being from New England. And he tried to turn around and say, he's like, you guys can't even pronounce the towns right. And the hometown I'm from, no one can pronounce right anyway. So yeah, right? Me being it's a native word, right? Me being me, I said back to him, and I said to him, like, I bet you can't pronounce mine either, so don't even start. Yeah. And, like, yeah. I went right back at him, like, you ain't gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm five two on a good day, and I immediately was like, ah, I ain't gonna get in my face, get out of here, buddy, you know? And it was funny because the professor's husband was like, let's get you out of here. Because <laughs> I stood yeah. my ground against some guy that was trying to get, like, stupid with me. And that's just who I am. And um, it was kind of funny. Like, we only had one or two weird moments like that at some of the bars. But I think it's just because, like, I think some of the locals are getting mad because it's the peak of tourist season was starting. So, like, they're kind of getting yeah, annoyed. Yeah, tensions are high. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, But, yeah, that's pretty much it was, like, kind of, like, the drunks. A little funny because you know drunks are always yeah. funny and i only see that at like really party cities like that in like amsterdam but other than that like i had a wonderful time i didn't feel unsafe um i had yeah. i don't know probably some of the best time of my life there and i traveled there with you know for school yeah. i learned some stuff awesome. i did some stuff i did some cool things i have a tattoo to remember it so i always love people like oh yeah. you have a you have a three-leaf clover i'm like actually yeah in ireland they actually don't like putting four-leaf clover clovers on people because they actually say Four of the clovers are actually seen as bad luck, not good luck. Well, there we go. Yeah, that was that was that was the whole lecture because we originally were going to go get four leaf clovers for good luck. Mm-hmm. And, and the tattoo artist was like, "No, no." Oh, they flat out said they were like, "You know, actually, that's actually really stupid that you want to put four leaf clover." We're like, why? <laughs> we're smart, and yeah. we're like, actually, <laughs> they're like a lot of people see it here as actually bad luck because they see it as a genetic mess up. So it's not good. It's not. It's not seen as lucky necessarily. So we're like, we're going to trust the locals and get what they say. Yeah, definitely. So, I don't know. I like mine. Mine actually came out really good. I feel bad the other girls. I don't want to say got blown out, but it didn't heal as well as mine did. Because we went to, we had, we were the same shop, but two different artists. Yeah, makes sense. But, yeah, no, overall, Um, fantastic. Is there, is there anything that when you were there, you wish you had time to see, but you didn't get to see? Um, I definitely would say the Cliffs of Moore. I missed it completely. awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, Blarney Castle, Blarney Stone, mm-hmm. missed that, mm-hmm. and I did not get a chance to do a Guinness tour, which I'm, I'm not a Guinness drinker, I'm not a beer drinker, like I've said, but I still would have loved to do that just for the check mark that I've done it. Yeah. Um, I yeah. would gladly go back and see more stuff. I actually had the, I actually had the chance on our tour to see the Shannon River. Oh, that would have been yeah. really cool. Yeah, it was yeah. really cool. The river that my mom apparently got my name from. So it was really yeah. cool because I was like, wait. And I like pulled up on Google Maps. I'm like, oh, it is. It is me. Yeah. So <laughs> what about you, Perry? Um, For me, uh, the Blarney Stone. I'm going to agree with you there. It's south and we just didn't have the time to do all of that. Yeah. Um. And when we were in Dublin, I didn't see the Samuel Beckett Bridge. I thought it'd be bigger and harder to miss, but that's something I wish we had seen. Um, I also didn't get a chance to go into Northern Ireland at all, so I missed out on the Giant's Causeway, which I would have loved to see. It's beautiful. And, of course, the Dark Hedges was also on my list. So if I could go back, 
I mean, I almost think I could forego the Blarney Stone and just do like a Northern Ireland trip. Um, I would love to go back and at least do that for sure. Yep. Um, yeah. Other than that, I mean, I felt like I, I was able to, in the like four days that we had, I was able to do a lot and see a lot. A lot of what we did was like castle ruins and just kind of walking around and seeing the towns and doing some shopping. And I remember we went to uh, this big like wool, uh, like process, like mill, what do you, yeah. I don't know what you even call it, but like a a fabrics place and I got some blankets and stuff for my family and a scarf. It was a lot of money, but whatever. Yeah. But I don't know. I know we ranked Paris and I think I gave it a two out of 10. Uh, I think I'd write, I mean, Ireland on a, as a whole, as a whole. Yeah. Uh, nine out of 10. Yeah. D- Dublin, I'd give it like a seven and then Galway. I'd, I'd give it like a, like I would almost say Galway was for me a 10 out of 10. I nice. had nothing bad to say about Galway. So, I'd probably, what about you? I'd probably give Ireland as a whole probably, like, eight, 8.5 out of 10. Yeah, 8.5 out of 10, yeah. Like, the weather could have been much better, but I also just wore boots and a nice, really, really right. warm coat, and I was fine, because we mm-hmm. would, like I said, me and several other people, because I actually knew some people on this trip that were on my previous trip, mm-hmm. and a lot of us would just, like, stop and go get coffee on our way to walking places. We'd be like, it's cold, let's go get some coffee or tea, and we yeah. were fine, like, I don't know. I would definitely go back in heartbeat. I would love to actually go back and spend like maybe a week or two and just bounce around the whole country as a whole. Like mm-hmm. I would love to go back to Northern Ireland and see more. There's a lot of places that were like, I, I can't remember the names of it. I probably could have hit up my professor for all the places we stopped because she's one mm-hmm. who plans everything. And right. there were some beautiful places up like heading north. I don't even remember. I think it was actually pretty close to the dark hedges. It was this like little small park that like some, like, poet or writer wrote, like, a poet or a small a short story about, like, fairies. So there's, like, something almost like a fairy fountain or something associated with there. And, like, mm-hmm. I just remember thinking how beautiful the waterfall was. It wasn't big. It yeah. wasn't, you know, it was just this yeah. tiny little park on the side of the road that was just this really tiny walk, like, 30 feet. And you're like, wow, this is really pretty, you know? But there's a lot of little things like that that made the trip special. I also forgot. There was a point where we were driving. I don't know where I was. But I'm looking around... And I'm like, there's a lot of rocks around here. Oh, like, the, just the um, rocks on yeah. top of everything. Yeah. And I was like, is this the rocky road to Dublin? <laughs> I was like, yeah, the rocky road to Dublin. Uh, so that was a big moment. And I also forgot, I, pro- I swore I wrote this down somewhere. When we were driving on our way to Galway, there was uh, <laughs> sheep that just got out. And there was all these just sheep. Just blocking the road, <laughs> and there was a guy that was in a pickup truck, trying to get like, like in the half in and out, just trying to like herd all the sheep out of the way. <laughs> and I was like, I swear, every single romantic comedy movie, there is the protagonist female stuck on the road in Ireland behind a bunch of sheep. Yeah. And it was just like a really good moment for me. I was like, this is my Disney princess moment. <laughs> I, I just found the city like the the. Sorry, I found that the country itself had its very beautiful charm to it. It's mm-hmm. very rustic. It's not well, it's yes. it's not going to be prissy cute. It's very I don't know, it's just it's special. And like I'd yeah. go back in a heartbeat. I mean, I was hoping Absolutely. if we stayed in Europe, like we originally thought we were going to before we PCS to Japan, we actually thought we were going to stay in Europe for another couple of years. I was actually planning on flying my mother out to Germany and then we were going to take a girls trip to Ireland. For yeah. my graduation gift. 
<laughs> I know my dad would love to go. I don't know if he's ever been. I know he spent some time in Europe in college, but I don't know if he ever went to Ireland. I'd love to take him. I think yeah. he would have really a good time wandering around some castles and things. Oh, yeah. That would that would be somewhere I'd love to take, like, some of my friends or even, like, take my mom because she's always wanted to go to mm-hmm. Ireland. If she had to pick the one place to ever go, it was always Ireland whenever I asked her. Yeah. But, hey, man, yeah, who knows? Awesome. Who knows what's next? Awesome. Yeah. But yeah. Um, anything um, else you want to add in here, Perry? No, that's it. I mean, it was a good trip. I'd recommend it. Travel safe. Be safe. Make good choices. Um, I hope you guys are enjoying our little city wrap-ups or rewinds or feedback, whatever you want to call them. Um, I know we have a few more we're thinking about doing, so stay tuned for that. And we will talk to you all in two weeks. Bye. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening to PS We Have Orders. If you want to reach out to us, please send us a DM on Instagram at PS We Have Orders Podcast, or you can always shoot us an email at PS We Have Orders Podcast at gmail.com. Also, if you can leave us a review wherever you listen, we'd really appreciate it. Until next time, guys. Sorry, future editing, Perry. No, it's fine. Oh my god, these hiccups are gonna kill me. I'm dying. <laughs> Would you type in Young Living Cult book? No, I was just listening to you hiccup. I'm dying, it's fine. <laughs>